Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to you with another edition. Hopefully these leans, likes, and locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, and notification bells. We can get going. Goes a long way for me. Oh, I don't know why I wasn't taking a breath there. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. You've become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. Uh, right now, Drew Holiday just smashed the over of his points. Prop 2 unit ended up locking that one in in the premium Discord. Uh, great stuff. You can sign up for that in the link below uh, in the comment section there. First week's completely free when you use promo code ELINSIDER. Don't like it after that? Erase it. Never have to see it again, but uh, I think you'll enjoy it because we're making some money down there. Uh, it's been a great week so far. Just kind of steady progression. I've got a massive single game parlay that I never parlay stuff together, but I uh, had some pretty good luck when I have over the course of the last couple of weeks. This is a massive one. Go LeBron James, go Luka Doncic. Obviously, the results of that will be known by the time we get there, but one result you can guarantee yourself is $5 over at DraftKings. You bet $5 there. Get $200 in bonus bets with this offer. You sign up for that in the description box below. You can bet anything you want, anything to your heart's desire. I would probably do something that, you know, settles pretty quickly. So, like, anything on the board tomorrow in the college basketball, college uh, or, or NBA streets. But that's kind of what I'm talking here. But bet $5, get $200 over at DK. Alrighty, y'all. You got nine games coming your way for Friday, my last day of the week. Let's get to the picks. We get the freaking weekend started with where else? Our boy Bojan and the Pistons hosting the Pelicans and CJ McCollum points props. They've been kind to us. Bojan Bogdanovich props over the course of the season have been very, very kind and are back to being kind for us. Well, kind of. I actually had the overrun three and a half, uh, or sorry, it was two and a half threes on the card last time. That was nice. Wish I had pulled the same kind of Zach Levine stunt where I took the over of his points prop in addition to the threes, but a win's a win. Why would I want free money like that? I'm fine, really. But anyways, same situation we've grown accustomed to with the Pelicans here of late. No Brandon Ingram, no Zion Williamson. And after getting an influx of minutes with the return of Larry Nance two games ago, didn't matter to him, Jonas Valanciunas weirdly got shafted with the minutes last time out, even though he was killing it uh, with nine first quarter points, looked awesome, didn't end up on the over of that one because the Pelicans apparently hate me and know when I'm betting Jonas Valanciunas. I thought the Pels had learned their lesson, but it would appear not, and therefore I have less patience to deal with crap like that. But as far as Friday bets go, from this one, we've got two smaller pieces of news to some people, massive to us. Isaiah Stewart for the Pistons, questionable, and Herbert Jones for the Pelicans, questionable. Those would be a lot of minutes to replace, and either of their absences would bolster everyone else in this game. Still, I am 99.99999% sure I'll have prop exposure here, but what that will be, 
guess uh, mean maybe some Bojan. We bet Jay Nive. We bet Killian Hayes. I swear to God, I've bet this Detroit Pistons team more than anybody else alive. They're terrible at actual basketball. My God, if I've been there a lot. Guess we just lean the Pelicans laying the four and a half here. Just for now. Gotta wait for the props. And we'll move along. Move along like I know you do. Shout out all American rejects. We move along. Next up, we've got the Hawks and the Pacers and gigantic news out of Indiana as Tyrese Halliburton will be out for two weeks with a sprained left elbow and mild knee bruise as an Iowa State alma mater. Iowa State is my alma mater. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. That makes me sad. I love watching him play basketball. He was awesome in the what, two months we basically got to see him. Whatever. Happy it wasn't worse than that. Still, it is now Andrew Nembhard season, friends. Now, a lot of you might be saying, who is Andrew Nembhard? Well, he's a rookie. Shout out Florida. That's been quietly starting in the backcourt for the Pacers basically all year, but is only ever interesting from a prop perspective on my end when Tyrese Halliburton is out because he becomes a different human being. Anyways, no props yet out, but intrigued to see where he specifically lands. But as far as Atlanta goes, Trey Young got the night off against Milwaukee Wednesday, and the rest of the Hawks pretty much took the night off. They're back to full strength here besides starting center Clint Capella, who's been out forever. And that spells disaster for me here because there's no way, no possible way, that I don't bet for the Hawks here, giving up less than three and a half to a Pacers team that is without star point guard Tyrese Halliburton and could be without stud Miles Turner. Great two-way center, can knock down threes and also block some shots. We're talking two and a half here? Two and a half? And I'm tempted to lock it. I really am, but we have a lot of things coming up later. And I have this grading out as a like, and I will treat it as such because I know better. But if I get confirmation that Turner is out, I'll do my best to get even more down on this Hawks team as fast as possible. I get it. It's been an up and down roller coaster. I'm looking to steady the ship here. Think we do. Minus two and a half. Happy to be laying it there for Atlanta. Washington's up next, hosting the next Porzingis. Kristaps Porzingis questionable, having missed the last game. Bradley Beal still out. And the Knicks are only three and a half point favorites. Oh, and Daniel Gafford questionable. Monty Morris questionable. God, I can't bet another straight up bet here, can I? Another spread? feel like I'm losing my mind here the last two days. Both Thursday and Friday seem to have tons of news that could shift lines. My favorite bets just happen to be those. I don't go out of my way to actively be like, I need to bet this many spreads, this many totals, this many bets. The goal of this video, leans, likes, locks. I give you leans. That's something I'm thinking about. Betting a like, it's a thumbs up. A lock is my favorite bets that exist on the board. And I'm just trying to give you the best bet on the board from every game, night in, night out, no matter what it is, whatever it might be. And yes, if props aren't out, like they won't be for this Wizards one, because why would they? You could just guess and be on the right side of something there. Makes it a lot more difficult to break down certain things. But hopefully, you can all see shit like Denny Optio's rebounds last game. Know those are complete outliers. And when they get jammed up the next game because the public's betting overs on it, you don't just fall for the bait. That's just one example. But still, I can't help it. I want to bet the Knicks here. At will. Not even relenting. If this line is going to be less than four points, what are we even doing here? Less than four, not, uh, four points. And I'm not a hot streaks guy, but this is a red-hot Knicks team with R.J. Barrett back, Jalen Brunson playing like the hero that was promised, and Julius Randle being that dude. Block button, friends. I have this projected at seven. Seven if you don't have Porzingis. I have it projected still pretty darn good if Porzingis is in. 
I have this around five. I have him as a two point. That is a gigantic difference. We'll talk a little bit later about something else that I find to be very, very intriguing, but I'm just not agreeing with some of these lines out. So New York, New York, smash them against the Wizards. And even if Porzingis plays, I see the line being inefficient. And if he sits, Yahtzee, minus three and a half, lock button. Oh, hey, everybody. Why don't you take that next line? If you haven't signed up at DraftKings right now, bet $5 on it and win yourself $200 of bonus bets, no strings attached. Yeah, you heard me. You simply bet $5 at the link below at DraftKings. Takes you all of like 60 seconds to sign up over there. Uh, if you haven't signed up at DraftKings, best sports book you could possibly get into because they have lines for absolutely everything going on. Doesn't matter if it's highlight. Doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, Australian rules football. They have everything possible going on. I don't even think Australian rules football is a thing. Rugby, that's what I'm looking for. But Sign up right now over at DraftKings, $5 on the Knicks. That gets you $200 in complete bonus bets. Pretty great deal if you ask me. Let's get back to the picks. Oh, excited to break this one down. It's on ESPN. Just kidding, this game is a disaster. I am dead inside. It's the Warriors back to full health with their NBA championship starting five against, well, as far away from an NBA championship starting five as you can possibly get. Seriously, this team is such trash. And the only reason this isn't double digits is the Warriors laid an absolute egg beyond an egg beyond an egg beyond an egg against a shell of the Suns team on Tuesday, losing his double-digit favorites. Yeah, uh, it did not go well. But my goodness, great news if you're a Warriors fan. Steph Curry got back and immediately played 31 minutes. Andrew Wiggins saw his minutes jump from 19 to 29 in the last game, his second since returning from a 15-game absence due to a groin injury. And terrible news if you're a Spurs fan. Your team is terrible, and I have no idea what this line is doing in single digits. Are we that hung up on recency bias that we can't properly evaluate teams anymore? I mean, Devin Vassell is out. This Warriors team should be able to get uh, instantly healthier. They are instantly healthier. They'll start gelling very shortly. This is yet another, yes, another game that I'm at least two points difference between my model and what the books currently have listed. I seriously do not remember the last time two games where there wasn't massive injury news waiting in the wings. I was this off from Vegas. Now, it might just be the way that we're interpreting information in a very, very different manner. So let's talk through it a little bit. For example, the Spurs are the worst team in the NBA by literally every advanced metric. A minus eight adjusted net rating breaks my model last in the league. They're also last in the league in defensive adjusted, adjusted defensive rating, and they're 26th in adjusted offensive rating. But we'll be without Devin Vassell for quite some time, so I don't know how they get a ball in a bucket. Good luck riding Keldon Johnson's hot hands, let me tell you. It's not going to go well. I guess he's Olympic champion, Keldon Johnson. I'll put some respect on the name, but I don't have anything nice to say about this first team aside from him. And the only way for the defending champs to go is up. Yeah, losing to the Suns, complete outlier, right off game. And something I could have said in the intro of this game, I'll say it now. The Spurs, for whatever reason, are aiming to break the single game attendance record. And this game is taking place at the Alamo Dome for God knows what reason. So not even like a home court shooting advantage for the Spurs, because I don't think they're going into the Alamo Dome for fun and just practicing all day. So hope the 65,000 or so people trek out for this one and enjoy a nice bludgeoning of their bad home basketball team. Golden State by fatal Fatality. Lock button style, Mortal Kombat. Yes, another game, another point spread. Wild stuff happening in this game. Wild stuff. Golden State minus eight, just lock. You know what? I'm sick and tired of these spreads, and there's no props in this game either, but I do not care. I'm breaking the rules. I'm recommending and liking a prop 
that doesn't even have a line out for it. We've got the Thunder coming off of an impressive road win in Philadelphia on the back-to-back. You know what that means. They could rest everybody. Uh, They're going to be facing the Bulls in this one. And the Thunder, congratulations. Sam Presti's probably pissed off about that. GM Sam Presti, he's looking for picks. He's looking for losses. That was not a loss. Jake Hilchis, Alexander, and Josh Giddy really, really showing out here of late. But we've got another iteration of the Bulls playing without DeMar DeRozan, who is doubtful for this one. Yes, stud DeMar DeRozan. And that, my dear friends, means exactly what you think it does if you watch my program. We are going to fire up my boy Zach Levine, his points prop, to the moon. Now, he had already started seeing a massive influx of usage, and those numbers were sitting in the 22 and a half. 23 and a half range pretty consistently and we were taking advantage night in night out night in night out he's gone over that number three of the last four and i don't really care about that we saw a massive change to 28 and a half his last time out but it actually graded out as an over and i still didn't fire it up fired the threes did not fire the points prop it has turned into an absolute wagon so i'm going to throw this addendum out there up to minus 110 juice so we're talking minus 110 you can bet Zach Levine for a like up to 30 points. Now, I don't like recommending props without seeing the lines because that's generally the way you're going to work, uh, you know, make money long-term is actually paying attention to what the damn line is and trying to evaluate it from there because 28 and a half at minus 120 is very different than plus 100 at 29 and a half, the same way that minus 200 at 22 and a half uh, or 25 and a half if you're trying to do single game parlays. Lots of information that's still a little muddy here, but assuming minus 110, I like 30 points, up to 30 that you could be putting on Zach Levine there. Oh dear Lord, it's the Suns with legit almost the entire team out or questionable facing the Timberwolves, my Minnesota Timberwolves, with a questionable Anthony Edwards and Kyle Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns still out. I, I'm not breaking this game down. I'm just not. This is stupid. Like, what am I supposed to say here? Have you seen the Suns injury report? They're now below 500. There you go. There's information. They're 7-15 and 15 on the road, which means nothing to me because without Booker, you're just going to lose games, period. Just lean the Minnesota money line and hit eject here. There's no props. Everything is sad here. There's no line out. Just get me out of here. Next game, producer Alicia. Next up, we've got Orlando going into Utah and the Magic. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe she. They're on the road here facing the Jazz. Yeah, not hard to like the upper trend of this squad of late. I'm telling you, do not let the 16 and 26 record and poor advanced analytics fool you. That's because Franz Wagner is just solid, consistently solid. Paulo Bancaro's coming into his own. Number one pick that was promised. Wendell Carter Jr.'s back and looking good. And the key to the whole thing for me, the engine that moves it, Markel Fultz, former number one pick, is playing massive, massive minutes for the first time basically in his career and just looks awesome. He's only played in 21 of the Magic's 42 games this year by my calculations. That is half of them. Hey, how about that? I'm good at math. But they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, have wins at Golden State and at Portland in their last three on this road trip. I'm just saying, it's a team that's starting to gel. They can't possibly be graded on the same curve that they were at the beginning of the season. At least that's one man's opinion. Also my opinion that that's what makes them interesting against this Jazz squad that is going in the other direction. Two and seven in their last nine outings. In fact, outside of Lori Markkinen, who's just been a points prop god, I've not been on that, cha- uh, on that train here of late, there hasn't been too much going on with the Jazz at all. 
They still have some interesting pieces and a phenomenal adjusted offensive rating that is third in all of the NBA. But my goodness, they need good minutes from Walker Kessler because they have been getting destroyed on the interior all season long. Worst rebounding team, period, which is weird because Jared Vanderbilt, generally a good rebounder, but not so good because he's undersized. Kelly Olynyk, one-way player for sure, just offensively minded. They haven't been cutting it, so hopefully they keep giving Kessler minutes because I like that piece. But, friends, even with him starting, even with this Jazz team playing a little bit better, closer to 500 than anybody expected come Jan uh, January 12th, January 13th, it'll be on Friday. I like the plus five and a half here for Fultz and company. So we're going back to the well. This Orlando team, I think you've been seeing them on my card a little bit more here of late. I think there's good reason for it. Give me five and a half. Well, this will be short, sweet, kind of on par for exactly what I said for Phoenix and uh, that that ridiculous Minnesota and Phoenix game. But here you go. Denver Nuggets, the Jokic's going up against Los Angeles Clippers and Paul George already announced out for this one. Well, I don't know why I just sounded Canadian there. Oot. They're getting oot in a boot. But here's the thing. Paul George is very good at basketball. The rest of this team is completely healthy besides Luke Kennard out. That doesn't move the needle very much for me. Going to be very fascinating, though. Avika Zubats and Nikola Jokic have had some battles here of late, and Jokic is questionable entering Friday. Jamal Murray is probable for this one. So, again, I haven't seen Jokic on an injury report much, if ever, over the course of his career. Kind of a wild thing to see, but... If you get late news that he's in, this line is going to move massively one way or the other. And I do think he is still more likely to play basketball on Friday. I think it might be a little bit of, you know, injury reportness where they're they're playing a little head games. Ty Lue likes to do this crap too. We've seen it multiple times. So I'm going to lean the Denver side because I think it's more than a 50-50 that Jokic does play here. But again, I know he's not on the injury report very much, which makes me kind of second guess myself. Kind of a muddied situation. I'm looking for a little bit more clarity and, you know, an announced odds line and stuff like that. So a lot of information. Hit me up on Twitter at Eric Lindquist or go to the best place, the premium Discord. Sign up for that below. I will definitely, definitely give you any analysis on this one that shows up tomorrow. And our last game of the night, it is a doozy, and we're just going to be running it back, folks. It's the Houston Rockets-Sacramento Kings matching up for a second straight outing. And is there another wagon that exists on, like, well, we have the Zach Levine prop for sure, but Demonis Sabonis, I'm just going to come up with it out of thin air because we just saw 41 and a half. 41 and a half was his number. I had this projected at 46 and a half for Demonis Sabonis going up against this front court. Alperin Shangun, I think he is a lovely, lovely offensive piece. Defensively, he leaves a lot to be desired, and he's going to be out on the floor in some of these competitive games. He put up a triple-double last time out, in fact. 10-10-10 across the board. Very Rus uh, Russell Westbrook-esque to a certain extent there. Uh, just 28 minutes. I love him as an offensive centerpiece, but... He has no chance in slowing down Demonis Sabonis on the defensive end. Has to work on that aspect of the game if he's going to be a successful center in this league going forward. Not that Demonis Sabonis is any good defensively, but it doesn't matter when you're playing massive minutes. You went way over in a game that wasn't even competitive in this one. Yeah, 10, 10 and a half. That's kind of the prevailing number everywhere. Doesn't matter. I am making the assumption on Sabonis that this points prop this points plus rebounds plus assist prop is going to open somewhere north of where it was at 41 and a half. So I'm putting the caveat lean to Monta Sabonis over 
44 and a half. Yeah, 44 and a half. I would be betting it up to that number for a standard smaller like number. I would like to see this at 42 and a half or something close to that 41 and a half we had last time out. But it's very difficult to get away from a guy who is doing as much from an assistant rebounding rate as what you get with him. Has a phenomenal matchup. Should be able to smash. Sacramento, 10 point spreads against anybody. Who knew this was possible? Not me. Not you. Just a weird, weird year 2023 is. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, and notification bell. But most importantly, check out all the great stuff in the video description box below. We've got NBA Bet Pro, an amazing new tool that we have going for all of you sports bettors. That thing is the most precise, ridiculous thing that I've ever seen. I've been involving it in my process. You definitely want to give that a look. You can get five free days of tools at Stochastic. You can get so many other great offers, but DraftKings, bet $5, get yourself $200 in bonus bets this second. Alrighty, y'all, you know what it is. It's Aton time for the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. Until next Monday, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets this weekend. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.